Welcome to today's message, Occupy Your Stand, with Pastor Janet Hopewell. You are our God, our mighty God, and there is no other but you. We are thankful, Father God, to be here on this day. You have given us the privilege to come in your presence, and that is a great privilege. And we are thankful, we acknowledge your presence, we thank you for you. And we thank you for your presence in us. Amen. As we come to sit in your presence this, this morning, Father God, we pray and ask that you will use the power of your word by the help of your Holy Spirit to renew, to restore, to refresh and rejuvenate our minds, our hearts, our souls, our bodies, our spirit, that we may leave this place not the same way that we came in. Amen. Father God, we pray for every kind of breakthrough in our lives on this day Amen. as we listen to your word. Amen. Let it be so, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Father, I submit this body as a living sacrifice before you, Lord God. Have your way, Father God. Stay controlled in this vessel, Father. Amen. Every word, every thought, Father, let take it captive, Holy Spirit, and use it to bring glory and honor to the Father. Amen. Lord, speak through me. Speak power, healing, yes, restoration, deliverance. Speak Amen. through this vessel, Holy Spirit. Amen. Let your people's life be turned around. Yes, Let light shine in their lives. Amen. Father God, as you speak through this vessel, change lives forever. Amen. Let there be miracles busting everywhere. Amen. And I pray, Father, and ask that you will enable me to speak powerfully with clarity of mind and heart oh, as you will have it and so that this day you will be glorified. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's give Father a mighty hand of praise. Today I am excited to be here because this it's a very special day. I don't know why, but as I woke up this morning, the first thing God says to me is speak life. So before I even begin to pray and before I begin to speak the message today, can I ask you all to please rise to your feet that I may speak according to the will of God over every single person in this sanctuary and every person who listened to this message today in the name of Jesus. I speak life over you. Life over everything that has been dead in your life. Amen. I speak life over Amen. your children. Amen. I speak life over your finances. Amen. I speak life over your marriage. Amen. I speak life over deliverance for Amen. you in every area of your life. Amen. I speak life over your grandchildren. Amen. I speak life over your business. Amen. I speak life over your, your job. Everything you seek in every area of your life Today I speak life, Amen. and it shall be so in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give God a mighty hand of praise if you receive life over your life today. Okay, before you take a seat again, can I ask you to do something? Turn to somebody next to you and say, neighbor. Neighbor, this is your day. This, this is, is your day. day. Get ready, get ready. Get, get ready, ready, get, get ready. ready. God, goodness is coming your way. God's goodness is coming your way. You are a spirit. You are a spirit. Soul. Soul. Like an eagle. Like an eagle. Soul. Soul. Like an eagle. Like an eagle. Neighbor. Neighbor. This is 
is here. Your healing is here. Your deliverance is here. Your deliverance is here. Your marriage breakthrough is here. Your marriage breakthrough is here. Your financial increase is here today. Your financial increase is here today. Soar like an eagle. Soar like an eagle. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. like to welcome you whoever you are child of God or not wherever you are looking at us listening to this message whether you came through it through FM our new FM radio our TV station wherever you find us we are excited to see you and we are glad that you can make it I'm, I always say this is no coincidence that you are in this world today because you have been summoned in to be a part of it. May it change your life forever. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get straight into the word. Security. I want to talk about this today. Because this is the will of God for us. Security that God gave us. Whether we have it or we lack it. Security is a major thing. It's what threatens people mostly, more than ever. Everywhere. Whether you live in a... A poor nation, a big nation, a developing nation, wherever you are, security is a major thing and it's one of those things that threatens us. And that's why it's important that we always remember to speak about it because Jesus talked about it as well to help us to get the understanding of what this is about. Amen? Amen. As people, we treasure security greatly and no one can deny it, even though we all know that security. In, 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 in this life carries no guarantee of any kind whatsoever. Security, let me repeat that. Security on, in this earth, this earth, in this life where we live. It carries, if it is a natural security, then it carries no guarantee whatsoever. And whatever kind of security you depend on, if it's not God, then there is no guarantee. The truth is, Possessions is all that we chase. Possession can be destroyed, and so that is no guarantee of that security. Uh, huge businesses can go under. Pension schemes can disappear. Jobs can be lost. Beauty fades, as we all know. Relationship can be broken. Death is inevitable. So, here's the most important thing. What is your security? Is it things that any of these things that I've listed, is it a big job that you want to secure or that you already have? Is that what you base your security on? Is that what you are uh, chasing after, pursuing? That security that we all chase after, there is just no guarantee that any of this security and a lot more that I have come across can sustain us if our lives are based on it. Because things comes and things goes. Is it not true then that the real security that we should be all craving 
is the only one that can be found beyond this world. Because the one in this world, as I've explained, is easily broken. It is not a permanent circumstances. No matter the level of money you have, no matter how big you are, no matter how uh, rich you are, it is no guarantee that you can keep those things. They are things that we acquire on earth, we were not born with them, and we will not live with them. The security that we crave on earth, they are the kind of security that are or um not last they don't have they say no there's no guarantee of any kind that they will last because they are of this world. Amen. 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 So this is why it is important not to ignore this thing called security. And everything I said to you about the jobs can be lost, the beauty fades, we all have encountered all these things on a day-to-day -day basis. But still we put our security in the things that we crave on earth, in our jobs, in the kind of, if I can just secure that big contract, my life will be made forever, I will be secure forever, I will be okay, my children will be okay, I, I beg to, uh, to, uh, to not even want to disrupt your 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 ego your 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 hope in that but the truth is no matter how big those jobs are or how big those contracts or how amazing you make that salary or make that business work they are still no guarantee that they will last last you in this life money cannot guarantee everything at the end of the day security cannot be based on things. Amen? Amen. Okay. I'm concluding that the only guarantee that we can find is beyond this life. The only permanent security that we can find is beyond this life. And, 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 and examples are very for, I, there was a story, a testimony of a young man who wanted nothing but to be successful. And he, 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 he confessed that he spent everything he can to pursue that security to be successful. He wanted that security because he never had it as a child. And he thought the only way, because uh, in the environment where he grew up, people are not respected. He found that his parents were not respected. Neither was he and his siblings because they didn't have money. That was his belief. And so he craved to have this security based on things. And he said he stepped over every single person in the power. He lied, he cheated, he did what he needed to do to get all the things that he always craved for. Things, that's what it is. Security for him was a big house, a big car, uh, two cars or many cars or whatever, good clothes, flashy lifestyles. Except for... By the time he acquired all these things, he lost, he found that he had lost his joy and his peace of mind. And in fact, he had lost his integrity because he stepped on so many people to get up there. And also, he lost a lot of friends and relatives. And so, depression set in. He was sad, he was depressed, he was in despair, he was lonesome. And in the end, he concluded, his wealth, his riches, was the cause of his depression. And he made a plan to burn everything, set it on fire, 
and in fact kill himself along with that. He did all that and what happened was in the end he 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 he, he didn't he, he set everything on fire and everything burned but he did not die. He came out alive with scars everywhere and burned and his face be, be, beyond recognition and later on he was sentenced for uh, uh what was it called um damages uh intended intending to intending to um with intention to to harm people to harm to, to because his fire went up and pe other people's homes were nearly in danger so i, I believe it was sentenced for I, I can't remember how long but he came out a different man he came out and changed his life completely and he's trying to help other people to understand that security is not money security is not things that you gather security is not what you find on this earth is just elusive it's something you can have for a minute and it's gone tomorrow the true security that you need to pursue is far beyond this life is towards the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. So I want us on that note to please open, go with me in your Bible to the book of Matthew. It's a, it's a very familiar one that you all know. And uh, but this is where I'm going to speak to us today from. And it's Matthew 5. And I want to read, I want to read especially verse 14 to 16 and it says you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people lie a lamb and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven this is jesus speaking on the mount uh, on this uh, on to the, uh, to all the crowd uh to, in the sermon on the mount and and uh, we've heard this story many times and this is very very important because as you see jesus was using this parable to help us to understand what he's saying to us that is so important to us about who we are and about what we should pursue in life. Not all the things that the world will want us to pursue. We chase after all the wrong things, but leave the right things behind for later, for last. And Jesus helped us to see very briefly in this verse, if you, uh, uh, the whole of the verse is about who Christ says we are, so unlike. And, and, and the, the part that I want to speak about is on this lie that we are, is the stand that we are to stand on. I want, I want to ask everyone to do me another favor for a moment. Turn to somebody next to you and say to their neighbor, Neighbor, this is your day. This, this is, is your day. day. It's time to occupy your light stand. It's, it's time, time to, to occupy, occupy your light stand. stand. You are a light.
life changer. You are a life changer. Take faith, not fear. Take faith, not fear. Let's go. Let's go. And give God a mighty hand of praise. Occupy the space. Everybody say with me. Occupy the space. Occupy the space. Amen. Amen. Okay, so the truth is in the world. Jesus is telling us. He told the crowd that gathered around him on the sermon on the mount. And all his disciples, he helped us to understand what he's saying to us. This is Jesus speaking to us today. He is the word. And the word is in front. It's our Bible. It's everything we read. That is the way he spoke then in advance for them then and for us for such a time. And throughout eternity, and his word will never change. It will always be the same. Amen. Amen. In the word of Jesus, he said, in that verse, especially, you are the light of the world. You are like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And Jesus meant that. He meant every word. If every, he said, if anyone first, mm, he said uh, in verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others. So if you are light, you are a light, you cannot be hidden. Can you imagine having a lamp in your house and for whatever reason, you, 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 the light that comes out of that particular lamp, lamp in your, in your house, maybe you say dresser table lamp, or maybe it's a chandelier, whatever, your light bulb is, maybe the light is too bright. And you decided, rather than switch the switch off, you're going to find a cloth or a basket or a bucket, something to cover that light so it doesn't shine as bright. So many times we have lights on our lamp that is the brightness is too much and yet we need a whip of some light in that room. So we look for shades and, and stuff to try and keep the light down, to dim the light down a bit. But the light will still shine. It doesn't matter how dim you try to keep it, it will still shine. You will still see light penetrating whatever you cover it with. Jesus is letting us know that you are alive because he dwells in you. And he, Jesus, is the light. Amen. That makes you a spirit light that can be switched off. But the important thing is where are you shining your light? If at all, where are you going with the light? Most people pursue all the wrong places to go and shine their light. The young man in the story today was determined to be successful. That's nothing wrong with being successful because that's not God didn't say, he, in fact, he wants you to be successful. He bless you so you can be successful. Or he says it is for a purpose, kingdom purpose, not to take the this beautiful light that is shining within you to go and step over people, to go and destroy people's life, to go and lie and cheat and try to be successful in that way. That is not God's purpose for your life. Amen? Amen. So, as a light that is meant to shine into the world, you cannot be hidden. That is what Jesus is emphasizing here. Let your light shine before others. 
This is the word. Shine before others. Not to shine just for yourself. Not to shine in, in places where it's all about you. But it's to shine, he said, before others. That they, those who see your life, may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. See, every time you shine that light correctly, others must see you, must see Christ in you and say glory to God. They must say, which God do you say you serve? I want to know that God. See, that means you are shining that light correctly in the right places. And that could be as you are a lawyer or a doctor or carpenter or teacher or whatever is your profession. Whatever ability Christ has given you and put in you, whatever skills you have acquired, the important thing is taking your light that is shining in you and shining it in the right place. But here's what is most important. Like a lamb, like a lamb that needs to be stood somewhere so it can shine bright and, and fill the room with light, you need to find a stand. That is important. You need to find a stand where you can be stood to shine your light. And so there are, crisis make it obvious for us. There are places for each and every single one of us that we have been created for such a time to stand and to shine our light. It is why you need to occupy your space. Occupy the space is important. Here to make it even more clearer. I have a story that I want to share. Uh, Tabitha, uh, a woman uh, who lives down the road in a place called Jopa. She lived, um, and her name Tabitha also in Greek means Dorcas. She, uh, she was well known in her neighborhood. But by everyone for doing for the aha of doing good, she was always doing good, helping other people. One day, the women became the woman herself, the big became very sick and she died. And hold it right there because you can say, But you said she's doing good, why she died? Okay, her friends became distressed and went into mourning and crying. Then, some of Jesus' disciples who knew her heard that Peter the Apostle was visiting nearby and asked if he would be kind enough to come over and see her. Peter got up and went. Immediately, he was taken into the room where Tobias' body was laid out. All our old friends, most of them widows, whom she had been helping, were in the room, mourning, crying. They shouted, uh, when they saw Peter came in with more tears, and then they started to show Peter the pieces of clothing and, and the garments, everything that to be a handmade and blessed them with. Peter then sent them in their anguish. She said, All right, ladies, okay, thank you. I heard you all. Now, if you will all step out, he told them to step out of the room, and when they did, uh, Peter knelt and he prayed over to, be, to Peter. Tabitha, can you imagine that just at the right time, Peter just happened to be visiting that neighborhood. 
Here's what I want you to see. When you are serving the will of God, when you are taking your life stand and occupying the right space, Jesus is always going to be very close by. Mm -hmm. He's yes. never going to be too far away from you. Mm -hmm. He will position himself for such a time when you will need him. God has positioned Peter for such a time. And when the woman, Tabitha, who had been doing her job, who had been shining her light, needed God. There was Peter at the right time, at the right place. And he did not even argue when he was asked. He got up and he went and he prayed over Tabitha. When he prayed over Tabitha, she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. She took, uh, uh, Peter took her hand and helped her up and called her and called in all her friends to come in and see. When the friends saw, they were overjoyed with delight, thanking God for this miracle. It didn't just stop there. When people all over Joppa heard the story, this is where Tabitha lived in her community. When they all heard the story, Many put their trust in the Lord our God. Amen. Why am I sharing this, this story with you? Oh, because from this story, I wanted you to get the importance of what, it is, what Jesus is saying to us earlier in that passage, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, when he said, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. To be a was a light on the hill. She did not hide her light. She stood out in her community and started to shine her light because she saw these widows who needed help. May I ask, have you noticed lately who have a need around you in your community and what are you doing to reach out to people in it? Tabitha found her light stand through helping the widows in her community. She occupied her space and she reflected a crisis light all around her. She was blessed to thrive and shine and the Lord was with her always. So, when tragedy struck, we need to be in our purpose. We need to be on the right stand, on the right life stand. We need to be occupying the right space. So Christ will always be with us. Amen. Amen. It is that if we are believers, if we are God's children, we need to be positioned, stationed, occupied, occupying the right space where we ought to be, but not be everywhere else pursuing all the wrong thing. Jesus sent Peter along at just the right time to that neighborhood to be able to intervene and, and heal that woman, Tabitha, who was laying there dead. Though she was no longer able to cry out for herself because of her good deeds, all the people that she has loved were out there crying out to God on her behalf and mourning, and God heard them. When you connect with others, when you touch people's lives, people love you and they are able to cry out together with you or for you when you need help. When you stand out and shine your light, people will respond. 
Amen? Amen. But when you choose not to, it is very hard for you to be receiving from God. To be a firm last stand, and my prayer today is as you listen to this message, you can get this understanding. In the Bible, it was mentioned uh, that she was one of the female disciples. And uh, you can read about her, her story in the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 36 to 43. And because of what she did, her story is still an example for us today. And, and But has she not shined her light? And I think when she died, all things will have been lost. I mean, she would just perish and no one will have heard of her because she didn't touch anyone's life, right? But because she occupied her space, her light, she took her light stand that was presented her and she shone as bright as she can. And God reached her. God helped her to reach out to widows. It is very important. People will care for you when you care. God will care for you when you care for others. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the things that we need. And I know that this world we live in today is a, is a reckless one. We have so much bills knocking on our door every two seconds. So much... Uh, demand on TV, on media, telling us what we need to buy, what we need to eat, what, how we need to dress. And so if we're not careful, our focus will just be on all the wrong things, on how to pursue this and get this and possess this and possess everything but where we are meant to pursue. That is the work of the enemy. Because his intention is so you don't pay attention, so you can go and take a wrong stand occupy the wrong spaces and become a child that is lost. You don't want the enemy's interruption in your life, no matter what you do, as you get this understanding, decide to change. Don't be caught up in the world. In the process, we will lose our loved ones. We will lose everything good and close to us. We will lose the goodness of God. And yet, loving others is the most important reason that we are created. Loving each other, reaching out in love, is what fills our heart, not possessions. If you think for a minute, when you buy yourself a brand new car or brand new house, that is going to just occupy, it will fill all the hole in your heart. Now you are okay, or your bank account suddenly swell up with money. Now you are okay, your heart is going to be just peaceful. Uh-uh. I can tell you it doesn't happen that way because it is not what fills our heart. It's the love of Christ and us also reaching out to others that gives us the life, the heart satisfaction that we're seeking. Sometimes depression can take the best out of us and we can so go back into ourselves and not cut everyone else out. But that will not fill our heart with love. It only fills our lives with darkness. We need to reach out. No matter where we are, what we're going through, don't get me wrong right here. God doesn't say that you can have a successful life. He wants you to be successful. It's why he bless you. But he wants you to do the things that you are sent to this earth to do. Your purpose on earth, that is it. You are the light of the world. 
a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people, and, and, and in the same way, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, you are not created to be earthly successful and, and nothing else. You are created to be eternally successful. Your success is contributing towards everything that is eternally bound. Everything that God wants to do on this earth to bring us all back home so we can come and live with him forever in paradise, not to end up in the fire of hell. But when we follow what other people are saying, we lose our bearing. But God will never lose his grip on you. No matter where you pursue today, no matter if you've gone the right, wrong direction, I speak life into you, child of God. You will turn around and come back to God in Jesus' name. Everything that the enemy tried to steal, to steal from you, the love of God, and send you the wrong direction, I speak life over your life. That today you will turn around and follow your path that God has set for you. You will occupy your space in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, is it that we are to shine our light in every place? Sometimes, yes. But we have a particular stand place, a light stand that is designed just for us. As we saw in the story of that woman, Tabitha, her Greek, uh, the Greek meaning to her name is Dorcas. Now, as we saw that story, she had a particular place that she could shine her light. Even though she shined all around her neighborhood, but she had a particular group, the widow. And there she can shine brighter because it's what she's called to do. The, whole, the, it, 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 the Bible didn't tell us that she herself uh, was a widow, but it's likely that she was because this, we didn't hear about her husband. So she's able, sometimes the thing that is happening in your life is so God can use it to turn it around and change your life and use it to be a light in your life so you can shine into the life of others. Caring is so important. How will you want to be known at the end of your journey here on earth? Will you want to be known as a caring person, as a giving person, as Tabitha was known, the women brought out all their garments that Tabitha had made and showing it off and speaking about her love and kindness. How will you want to be known? How will you want to be recognized? What will you want to be written on your um on your on your tombs when at the end of the day? Oh, loving father, caring, you know. Or loving mother, caring. And it's important for us not to forget and chase everything but lose our soul. What will we have gained when we have lost our soul and gained the whole world? I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that will not be your portion because as a child of God, and whoever you are that you are watching this, even if you've never known the Lord and you're watching this message, you are destined to belong to Christ. And you are not... A child of God that will be lost. It will, at the end of the message, we will pray with you that you yourself will receive salvation and walk in the Lord with the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, uh, is it uh, if, when we think about the important thing of this message, 
It is that Christ is asking us to be more hospitable, to be caring people. It is too that we will be generous, giving ourselves to be a hadon. Amen? Amen. Amen. Maybe, no matter how, uh, how old you are today, maybe you are thinking, oh, well, you know what, I heard you, but uh, my time is past, I'm older now. Uh, I, I think it is too late for me. I want you to know that it is never too late. With God, age doesn't matter. If you're hearing this message today, it means God is speaking into your life. God wants you to take your light stand Amen. and to occupy the space and shine your light bright. Amen? Amen. And age has nothing to do with it. Today is your day, and I declare over your life, you will shine your light. Amen? Amen. So you can start today, it doesn't matter. If you are someone who has been wondering or been lost what your purpose is, here is it. Your purpose is being alive for Christ in on this earth and to reflect his life in you to the world so the world can see. Once you have discovered this purpose today, you will find your life stand. That is, you can look and see wherever your heart is being drawn to help people, Wherever your skill are, how you can use it to shine your light into the world. That is the purpose. That is the first purpose for which God sends each and every one of us. Amen. Amen. So stop running about, pursuing all the wrong direction, looking for your purpose. Yours is, is, to, is, to, is being a light for Christ on this earth. And to reflect his light, God's light, in you to the world around you. Basically speaking, it means go and be hospitable. Go and give yourself generously in helping other people. Amen? Amen. And that can be anywhere. Anywhere God chose to use your talent. Really simple. Just find the needs. Find the needs. Wherever you are drawn, sometimes your heart is, is drawn to people who are, uh, who are unjustly treated, or people who are disabled, or people who are like widow, like uh, Tabitha, or, or, or children who are in need of education, or children who have special needs education, all kind of, the list is endless. People who have homes and their homes are cold, especially the elderly in, in the Western world where winter comes and everything is cold. The home is cold. The world is cold. Maybe they need some kind of installation. Maybe you can design. Maybe you're an architect. You can design something that can keep a warm house, room for a widow, for a widow or an elderly person. So you, you have so much that you can do with your skills or your talents and use it to shine Christ's light in you into the world. Your purpose is clear. You can't miss it. And once you get that, you can find the stand, your light stand to occupy and shine your light. Amen? Amen. And as I say again, it's never too late. Don't look at your age. Age is a number. Just look into your heart. At what God is asking you to do. When you pursue eternal security instead of worldly security, God will always be there for you to meet with you. Amen. Amen. And I've put together six practical steps of action that I think you may want to adopt it if you can. 
to to help you and uh, occupy your space to help you in in taking that purpose step that God is asking us today. So number one is speak up, speak up. Instead of being uh, quiet, uh, be willing to speak up for those who do not have a voice, and that is so so domestic violence, uh, refugees, sexual sexual trade, all kind of situations, prostitutes, uh, children abused. You need to speak up, be a voice, if that is your your where your heart is drawn. Number two, stand out. Stand out, be willing to stand out of the crowd and be different. You are you are an original, not a copy. You understand? You don't have to be like everyone else. Stand out of the crowd. Many people just want to follow the crowd and 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 and, and acquire possessions and things, but you don't have to be one of them. And if that makes you look weird, then welcome to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Number three, live the life. Amen. Be willing to live the life that God's created you in his own image to live. In other words, be a reflection of Christ, of his goodness. God, Jesus never said no to anyone who needs help. Every time, everywhere during his lifetime, wherever they come from, he will touch their lives, he will heal them, he will provide food. And that is what he wants you to reflect, that his life in you is forever going to reflect goodness, love, generosity. His light in you will reflect nothing but that. If you find yourself reflecting negativity and brokenness and stuff all over the place, anger, you need to check yourself in and say, Lord Jesus, I need your help in the Holy Spirit to wash me clean of this kind of feeling because I know your light in me is a good light. Amen? Amen. Number four, shine. Be willing to shine your light. You are a spirit light. Make no excuse to shine. Stop worrying about those who matter less. I find when you get into your lifestyle, you will find a lot of flies. They will come around sniffing. They will come around trying to, 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 to shake you off where you are. You know how flies come and you are shaking? Well, shake them off and don't pay attention to what matters less. Make stop worrying about those who matter less and make no apologies to occupy your stand. Amen. Amen. Take your space and stand and shine. Number five, occupy the space. Ah, my goodness, the space is being paid for daily. Jesus died on the cross, a gruesome death, so you can today occupy your space on this earth. Wherever your space is, get in it and stand on that lifestyle and shine brightly in spite of what people are saying. Don't give your attention to those who will be jealous, who will moan and complain. They are all after what good they see in you. And they are less of your worry. The price has been paid dearly. You might as well just pick up your space and occupy it. Amen? Amen. And finally, number six, be generous. But willing to give of yourself to help others. Promote change 
in people's life. Amen. Amen. So in the conclusion today, as I conclude, I just want to remind you, you are created to be a light, not darkness, not in that place where your mind is right now, negativity, depression. That is not light. That is dark. But you are created to be a light. So you need to reach out to the light that Christ has created you to be. And I've given you all these things today that will help you to get into your rightful right stand and to occupy that light stand without fear. Amen. Amen. Now, as a light, when you have accepted this, don't you think for a moment that Christ is going to still keep you hidden under a basket or bucket. That is not the case. No matter how old you are, this is your time. On the contrary, his plan is for you to get out there on your life stand, occupy this place, and begin to shine. And experience the joy that comes from shining your, your Christ light into the world. Now that you understand your purpose, and you understand your righteous stand and calling, Christ has a place just for you. Don't miss that space by following the crowd. Stand out of the crowd. You are an original, not a copy. Copies follow everybody. But original stayed as who God created them to be. No matter what that looks like or how long that takes, they stood and they shine. And Christ will never leave you on your own, never will he forsake you. Mm -hmm. He says so in Hebrews 13, 5. And you want to believe and receive what God is saying to you today. Amen. Amen. You are a hill, you are a light on a hilltop. You are to stand. Your assignment is from here on. Shine. Find your space. Occupy it. Shine. Amen. Amen. You will live the blessed life beyond abundance if you will just follow God's instruction in Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16. You will live the blessed beyond amazing life. You will live a life of wholeness in Christ. Or the life of an overcomer. Because Christ will always be with you to overcome every circumstances. Amen? Amen. Christ will never leave your side. So don't be fooled by false security. As I said in the beginning of this message, through security, rest in Christ alone. Seek Christ and reflect his light into the world. That's who you are called to be. Occupy the space, God's child. Amen. 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 Well, I wish we can go on and on. There's so much I want to say. But before I leave, I would just like the opportunity for you who have come into this message and you have um, never said the salvation prayer, this is your day. This is your day. And so I want us to, together, I want everyone in the house to rise up to your feet and together let us declare this prayer so that those of you who have never known the Lord can join us in this prayer today. If you, uh, no matter, it's just a short prayer. And, and once you say this prayer with us, your life will never be the same again. Okay, so here is the prayer. Say it together with me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I thank you as my Lord and my Savior. 
I take you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for dying for my sin on the cross. Thank you for dying for my sins on the cross. I believe in my heart that you have risen from the dead. I believe in my heart that you have risen from the dead. I ask you to let your spirit renew my mind in your word starting today. Enable me to forgive those who have hurt me. Enable me to forgive those who have hurt me. I believe today I am born again. I believe today I am born again. And my life will never be the same again. And my life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. all of you who have watched this message from beginning to end and I want to especially welcome you who have said the salvation prayer I believe as you do, did your life will never be the same again and we are so so happy that you took time to say the salvation prayer because now your name is down in the book of life and no matter what happens you will go to paradise hallelujah your father in heaven is rejoicing today. The heaven is rejoicing over you. Your name is written down. And we in this ministry, we are so happy and thankful. We are rejoicing with you. Here's what I would like you to do. Please get in touch with us. We would like to hear from you. We would like to know who you are. We would like to send you a pack that will help you along in the journey of becoming more and more like Christ. And also, more importantly, Please find a church close to where you live and enable them. Say to them, I have been born again and I would like to join your Bible classes and join them and be devoted with committed. And in, as you get along, keep in touch. Let us know how you're doing. And if you need prayer, please do not hesitate to contact us. We would love to pray for you and over you. So we thank God for you today and we thank you all who have listened to this message. And until next time, keep living that precious lifestyle every single day. We love you. God loves you best. Bye for now. It's our hope and our prayer that you've been impacted by this message, Occupy Your Stand, by Pastor Janet Hopewell. If you require any further prayer, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at janethopewell.org. That's janethopewell.org. This message has been made possible through the prayer, help and support of our partners at Janet Hopewell Ministries.